Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. Welcome to another segment of Travel Talk Radio. Our guest this evening is the mayor of Times Square. As you know, Times Square is often referred to as the crossroads of the world. That sounds like a mighty important uh, position. Eli Marcus, the mayor of Times Square. Good evening, Eli. How are you? Hey, good evening there, Bob. I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, Hit me with all your good stuff there, my friend. Oh, we got it. Eric Adams is in Israel right now. Does that mean that uh, you take over the rest of the city besides Times Square now? Well, uh, you know, I'm not quite yet at that level, but uh, it probably wouldn't be a terrible idea if I did. <laughs> I have a few I ideas on how to shape things up. Okay, well, it couldn't be any worse than what, what's going on in the city now. Let me <laughs> ask you this. You, you have your own podcast. I understand it's really highly rated. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, you know, it's called The Motivation Show. I interview a lot of successful people like my friend Bob here, you know, people who've accomplished a lot of stuff and people that I could learn from. You know, I always go after the people that I could learn the most from, you know, like I get a guy like, uh, you know, Mark Victor Hansen, who wrote uh, uh, a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul, which then became the number one best-selling book series in history. Um, And here's a guy that thinks so big that he's hit 600 million books, right? And he's still not at his goal. <laughs> What's his goal? <laughs> a billion books. <laughs> okay, well, my books haven't quite hit that that uh, level yet, but I'm trying. <laughs> I understand that your podcast is is heard worldwide. How many countries is it in, and what kind of feedback do you get? Well, it's literally in every country in the world, although I'm not so sure I'm monitoring how many people are listening over there in North Korea, you know, or, or care to be that on Frank. <laughs> but uh, any place that can uh, pick up a uh, podcast platform can pick up my show. All right. Tell, tell us a little bit more about, about your podcast, uh, some of the other people you've uh, interviewed, somebody who is really interesting or maybe somebody who is a dud. Well, you know, we'll start with my mentor, uh, Dr. Dennis Waitley, wrote about 18 books on motivation. And I'm a motivational sort of a guru and geek. And I've read over a thousand books on self-help. Uh, shows you how dysfunctional I have been, right? <laughs> but uh, every one of them I learned something from. And I always, uh, you know, sort of preach to people that it only takes one idea to sort of change your life. You know, and sometimes you need to hear the same idea you know, a hundred times because it might be the time where it's like Malcolm Gladwell talks about at the tipping point, maybe that's your tipping point where it finally sinks in. You know, I got a a thick uh, skull here, you know. It takes a long time sometimes and takes the right timing for something to think in, but I'm probably not that uh, different from most people. Uh, So, you know, keep getting those new ideas. But so he wrote a book called The Psychology of Winning, which in the late 70s was the number one best-selling self-help audio cassette program of all time. And think about it, right? Who doesn't want to be a winner in life or a winner at sport or at business or whatever they're doing? Make sense, Bob? Absolutely. It sounds good. Um, tell me, tell us some of the celebrities that you've, uh, you've had on your, your show. Well, if you remember the uh, good old 1960s and you remember the guy that was paired with Annette Funicello, that ring a bell? Okay. Frankie Avalon. Remember the yeah. uh, beach movies? Yeah, so he was a great interview, uh, and good to see him uh, going strong in his uh, 
mid-80s there. And then uh, something I think that uh, will fascinate you as a baseball fan, uh, Art Chamsky from the 1969 Miracle New York Mets, right? Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, we talked about, you know, that magical season and, you know, with Tom Seaver and all the other greats of that uh, that team. Well, unfortunately, I'm, I'm an Orthodox Yankee fan. And, in fact, my next book is going to be about the, about the rivalry between the Yankees and the Red Sox. I'll root for the Mets as long as they're not playing the Yankees. And I think well, I think not Shans- much to root for this year, unfortunately, for either one of us, right? Ah, right. But I think Shamsky is also a very close friend's with our, our mutual acquaintance, uh, Ronnie Bloomberg, uh, who was known as the Jewish Little Abner when he was playing in New York. Yep, same era, same time they were playing, for sure. Okay. You are, I understand, the executive director of the largest circulating guide in New York uh, called the uh, what, Times Square Chronicle? Tell us no, that's about actually that. City Guide magazine is the uh, oh, magazine okay. that I work with, yes. So City Guide have been there uh Boy, I hate to I hate to give away my age here, but it's uh, it's been 35 years and counting uh, that I've been with City Guide, and we're in every hotel in New York City, uh, any place where a visitor can can find us in Manhattan, they'll find us, uh, and you got everything in there: your Broadway shows, your restaurants, your shopping, your uh, nightclubs, your live music, anything you want to know about the city, you pick up a copy of City Guide or go on our website cityguideny.com, um, you don't have to just pick up a copy. You can go on anytime. Okay, and that's something that uh, the visitors would pick up. I assume good stories, coupons, uh, you know, places to go and places to see. Pretty much anything that you want to learn about New York City. Not so much uh, coupons, but it's going to give you all the information on, uh, again, Broadway, restaurants, uh, you name it, tourist attractions. It's got it, everything in there. It's a great little handy uh, magazine, digest size, uh, and it's free. How's that for a word, uh, Bob? You don't get too much of that these days, right? You do that in caps or lowercase? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You're the executive director of it. What does that entail? Well, it basically means one thing. Uh, I have to get a lot of uh, uh, new businesses to come on board and, uh, and sponsor us. So I work with the uh, – I, I get to see a lot of great Broadway shows. I work with a lot of great restaurants, tourist attractions, museums. Uh, it's really fascinating because I get to really uh, experience the fabric of New York City. And you and I, of course, met on one of those great tourist attractions, the Circle Line, right? And then, That's uh, correct. Then, and then we got to uh, connect uh, when uh, uh, I was able to uh, get you uh, to go see a, a great uh, Broadway show, right? Yeah, I believe it's uh, Gray House or something like that. Yep, yep. Gray House, yep. yeah. And uh, you're usually not the first show you're going to uh, recommend to somebody who's uh, coming in. So, although you've, I've seen many shows before, but uh, that, that was certainly an unusual show, to say the least. I was about to say that it was a bit odd of a show. <laughs> it took, it took <laughs> yeah. us a while before we began to put the pieces together. I think we finally dumped yeah. it out, though. A, a little, a little darkness in that show for sure. So, but those people who watch dark stuff, uh, right up their alley. Okay. Now, the um, the guide that you were talking about is that in every hotel in New York, or just pretty, in Manhattan? Pretty much every hotel. Uh, yeah, you can find us uh, in the street corners on a lot of those kiosks you'll see, 
or those green uh, boxes that have like eight different newspapers in them. Uh, we're pretty ubiquitous. Okay. Is, is there a link that people can uh, sign on to to check into what's there if they can't get to one? Well, you know, again, uh, I mentioned uh, cityguideny.com, which is uh, our website. So that is an easy way. And they can also, somebody wanted to be ambitious and, uh, and go on Facebook and join our group. Uh, we have a group uh, a little bit long, but it's called NYC Tourism Industry Professionals. Okay, is that just for professionals or tourists or anybody? Anybody, honestly, who's fascinated with New York City and wants to see more information, uh, engage with, uh, you know, the people who are members, can join that group. You know, it could be you, anybody that likes Manhattan and likes uh, doing things. Well, I'll tell you, it's interesting. I, I, I've traveled pretty much around the world, and I, I believe you have as well. But as much as many cities as I've seen from London to Beijing to Johannesburg, I still think New York City is without question the most exciting city in the world. It gets a bad rap that people are afraid to go on the subway, they're afraid to walk on the streets, but it's not really true. What was your opinion on that? Well, it's definitely the most exciting city in the world, and, uh, you know, I think relatively speaking, you know, um, it's a, a safe city, uh, but, you know, it's safe until you're the one that gets pushed on the subway, right? But then again, how many people really get pushed on the subway? You know, it, uh, if you really look at the odds of something happening in a car, it's a lot greater. But what major city anywhere in the world doesn't have its issues, you know, with crime, right? So unfortunately, that is my number one pet peeve. Um, but, you know, for the most part, you know, any given day, you know, you're not going to have uh, – a problem in New York City, um, but uh, you know that doesn't mean you shouldn't watch your back and shouldn't be, you know, cautious of characters that are surrounding you. Yeah, don't walk out in dark alleys or what have you. Um, right, you know, don't hang out in the morning. You know, huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying don't don't hang out at three in the morning. And if you see a a pack of people who look like they're uh, looking for a little bit of trouble, maybe you want to walk on the other side of the street. You know, I mean, you know, common sense does rule the day. It's, you know, it's like Jamaica. People talk about how dangerous Jamaica is. I've been there a number of times, and I've always found the Jamaican people to be very friendly, very courteous, and very nice. And they're always willing to help out. But, again, there are the, the thugs and what have you. And if you don't they're watch where outliers. you're going, you're going to run into trouble. And I've been to Jamaica. I did get one of the outliers. But you know something? What was interesting is how the others came to my defense very quickly and said, oh, don't mind him. Please don't let, uh, you know, other people think that this is the way it is in Jamaica. You know, in other words, they're very uh, protective of their tourism trade because that's their heart and soul. Because if tourists are afraid to go there, they can't sell their wares, you know. Yeah, and, and they uh, can't buy food. They can't pay rent and what have you. Exactly. Yeah. So, so most of the people are smart and they understand that and they want to treat you well. But, you know, unfortunately, like any place in the world, you know, you're always going to get the outliers and, not much you can do to avoid that, but, you know, you make the best of everything. You'd, hopefully you go in this, uh, into any place you go on vacation. You know, you, you think positively. You don't think that bad things are going to happen. And again, use common sense. Oh, it's true. The only place I ever had a problem, believe it or not, was in Paris. We were going in, coming out of the metro, and I had my pocket picked. Mm. You know, and I, I felt the guy, but it didn't dawn on me. I thought he was just bumping into me. When well, I realized it was, now, now you're going to have to put mousetraps in your pockets the next time you go to France. 
I was thinking of filling the filling it with vials of acid, but what have you. It's not going to stop me from going to France. We've been there a number of times, and that was the only problem we've ever had. Now, yeah. tell me something, Mr. Mayor of Times Square. How was the sobriquet? Uh, how did that come to be, and what does it entail? Well, it didn't come from me, I can tell you that. I'm a little bit more humble than that. Uh, you know, I'm a shy kid from uh, originally from Queens uh, who was, uh, didn't have a lot of self-esteem growing up. Uh, and, uh, you know, as I told you, I read a thousand self-help books is a good reason behind that. And I found this this other side of me, this extroverted, you know, guy who uh, maybe have a little more charisma than I thought that I had when I was younger. Uh, so uh, anyhow, one day I'm uh, meeting with a Broadway producer and he says to me, you know something, everywhere I go, it seems that you're, you're there. You know, uh, if I'm at an event, you're there. If I'm walking through Times Square, you're always there. He says, you know something? He says, you're the mayor of real mayor of Times Square. So that's how that came about. Unelected position and no term limits. Exactly, and it doesn't get, get paid very well either, but I'll take it. <laughs> where, where in Queens are you from, Eli? Well, you know, I'll give you a hint. You know, they, my uh, football team, uh, they called us the Flushing Toilets. So, uh, Flushing Queens. Uh, uh, okay, I'm an old Rockaway boy. Was, right? Yep, <laughs> yep. We, we didn't have anything in uh, Rockaway to match that, just uh, Indians. <laughs> okay. Uh, your background is pretty varied. Uh, you produced events for numerous celebrities. What kind of events and who were they? I understand the late Michael Jackson uh, was one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, I uh, at one time had the largest seminar company in the world that I founded and started back in the uh, uh, late 90s. And uh, one of those events that we had and uh, one of the seminars was with uh, Michael Jackson, who uh, we brought to Carnegie Hall. Uh, and uh, that was quite uh, quite an event. Uh, we had uh, the uh, book publisher Judith Riggin there, and we had uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky that uh, th that day. Um, so that was uh, back uh, around circa 1999-2000. Uh, and I've worked with everybody from uh, uh, Judy Collins, the singer, Ray Manzarek from The Doors, and uh, uh, all the great book authors of the day like. Um, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote The Four Agreements, and uh, Dr. Richard Carlson, who wrote uh, a book um, which went down in, uh, in, in, in uh, not only American jargon, but in world jargon, uh, and uh, that's Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. So, oh, What did you do to these folks? Well, basically, we, gave, we flew them in if they were from out of town, and we did a, a two-and-a-half, three-hour uh, seminar, and, uh, you know, we had our our little booklets all over the street corners or all over uh, New York City. Uh, people can choose which seminar they wanted to go to. Sometimes we had seven or eight seminars in a day. And unfortunately, in the fateful day of 9-11, uh, uh, you know, we literally had the most seminars. We had like eight or nine seminars that day and the day after. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, A little we'll bit of remember history. That. Yeah. I was the first responder that day. Not, not one of my favorite days of all time. No, no, not any of ours, and certainly coming from uh, New York City. Yep. Um, when we met, or after we met, uh, not the first time, when you did the cocktail party and uh, the dark house, tell us something about how you arranged all that. All that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we um, are uh, very, very connected into the theater community, and part of our strategy in helping Broadway shows fill their seats 
is to get the hotel concierge, who are the ambassadors to, of course, all the visitors that come into the hotel, get them to come and see the show. So the night that I invited you was an event where we had the hotel concierge come out. Uh, they enjoyed some cocktails and some drinks, and then they went over, uh, uh, handed them the tickets, and went over to see the show. So that's something that we do fairly often for a lot of different uh, Broadway, and in fact, even off-Broadway shows. I have one coming up, for instance, for a very successful off-Broadway show uh, called Little Shop of Horrors, which I'm sure you've heard of. It was a film, and it was uh, also an off-Broadway yeah. show uh, 30 years ago. Okay. Uh, Eli, we're going to have to take just a moment right now to run a couple of commercials so we can pay a couple of bills. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in a short period of time with Eli Marcus. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Oh, we don't know. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. You're so crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. Mr. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now back to me. Now back at your man. Now back to me. Sadly, he isn't me. But if he stopped using ladies' scented body wash and switched to Old Spice, he could smell like he's me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You're on a boat with the man your man could smell like. What's in your hand? Back at me. I have it. It's an oyster with two tickets to that thing you love. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Anything is possible when your man smells like Old Spice and not a lady. I'm on a horse. Fine. Hamblor, the god of hamburgers, set out to create the ultimate burger with all the flavors of a steakhouse. 100% black Angus beef, crispy onion strings, A1 steak sauce, and crumbled blue cheese. It was glorious. The new steakhouse $6 burger from Carl's Jr. Tastes like it's made by the god of hamburgers, and that's just the way it is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Travel Talk Radio, and our guest, the mayor of Times Square, Eli Marcus. Welcome back, Eli. Hey, good to be back, my friend. Okay. We, we spoke very briefly about uh, the Broadway shows you've worked with. Um, what was your favorite show? I mean, that, that's something I could put you in trouble with others, but let's give it a shot anyhow. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, uh, one of my favorite shows started out as an off-Broadway show, and, uh, and then it went to Broadway, and then the subsequent show by the same person who put that show together became the uh, arguably the most famous uh, show and the, certainly the most uh, uh, well-sold-out uh, show uh, uh, in current uh, 
or modern day, I should say. So the, so the original show done by this gentleman was a show called In the Heights, which was done by Lin-Manuel Miranda, of course, who right. also is the guy behind Hamilton. Uh, so I saw the genius in him literally in the third preview, uh, and I had an event that I did, as we talked about before, with Hotel Concierge. Loved it so much, uh, I decided for the first time ever to do a second event uh, which I never did for an off-Broadway show. Loved it uh, enough where they, when they went to Broadway, I did it a third time. Then, of course, uh, In the Heights became a movie as well. And it was a very successful movie. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the one spot visitors to New York should not miss? Well, anything on the water, as you and I experienced together, being on a circle line or being on one of those luxury boats, um, I mean, there's no better way to really uh, see the beauty of the New York skyline and to see how majestic it is. It is incredible. And by the way, there's no crime on the water. <laughs> That's because some people haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're paying $150, you know, for a luxury uh, boat, you know, to have dinner. You know, not too many people uh, committing crimes. Well, there, Circle Line, uh, they have a snack bar. Uh, they do a very good narration. Uh, they stop at the Statue of Liberty so people can get pictures and what have you. But there are a couple of boats that will take people out for, for dinner with entertainment. Uh, are you involved with them as well? Well, I don't work with them personally, but uh, I have been uh, working with them uh, in the past. And, again, they're all, you know, terrific. Um, you know, I'm a sports guy, so, of course, you know, when I travel someplace, my first thought is, you know, uh, you know, who are the teams there? So, of course, here in New York, Mets, Yankees. Uh, and, of course, uh, if you've never been to the most famous arena in the world, well, probably should catch a Nick or a Ranger game if you can afford it. Yeah, those prices have gone up. Uh, I think the first oh, time I went. Oh my God! Right, a little different than when you and I were kids, right? Uh, my first ball game was at Ebbets Field, and I think the tickets were a buck and change. Huh. My God! And what a... some of us, some of us were sitting behind the the upright I beams and had to get a stiff neck looking around to see the field. <laughs> um, oh my God! Is there something? And I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, You've got great great things. As you say, on the water, you've got the Intrepid, which is a, a fantastic visit, especially for veterans to go, but even for kids to go. When I took my grandchildren there, my, my grandsons, they were absolutely awed by the, the aircraft on the deck and seeing everything that was inside. Uh, is there a spot in New York that you would tell people, eh, put it down at the bottom of your list. There's so much more to see than that. Well, following up on the water theme, uh, there's a, a spot that I love that I was just there the other day, uh, and it's called City Winery, and it's right on 15th Street, uh, right on the Hudson River, you know, beautiful views of the, uh, of the Hudson, and uh, they have music every night. So now they got good food, but they got music, and one of my favorites is their Sunday brunch, uh, and it's the Beatles brunch. So you got four guys who are the spitting image of the Beatles, playing all the favorite Beatles tunes, and I can't imagine a better time for anybody who's a Beatles fan. Okay, but that was the antithesis of what I asked. Is there a spot in New York that you would tell people, put it at the bottom of your list? Oh, the bottom of the list? <laughs> yes. Whoa, wow, that's definitely contrarian. 
Um, I, I know I kind of nailed you with that one, but uh, well, you know, obviously, uh, to, each, to each his own. You know, I'm not a, a ballet guy, but I'm sure others love ballet. So it all depends on what your uh, taste is. But I can't really say that uh, I would avoid any particular place, and I really haven't had any. Uh, and I, I'm not a mean guy, so I don't really, even if, if I didn't have the best experience, I figured, well, maybe it's just that day that I happened to be there. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm going to have to take a pass on that one. <laughs> okay, we'll let you go. I've seen a couple of Broadway shows that, I mean, absolutely boggled me. They they got great reviews. They lasted a long time. I thought Cats, aside from the one song and the costume, was one of the worst shows I had ever seen. Everybody That's raves a about it. Theme. I hear that a lot, you know. Yep. Um, and uh, obviously, Cats appeals to the international uh, audience, which uh, you know doesn't need to uh, because you know it's not a lot of dialogue in there, right? So, you know, it's just uh, the fascination of the costumes and the music. And uh, I understand why people might not think that that's uh, uh, the best show. But what's interesting is uh, going back almost about thirty some odd years ago, uh, I met the uh, a gentleman who at the time was the executive vice president of the Schubert organization, and that was his pet project. And, uh, you know, it's funny, he called me kid. Uh, it's funny thinking that I'm a kid now. Uh, <laughs> he said, hey, kid, I got a show coming up. I'm going to give you a shot, and you better help market this and make it go. And it was Gats. Well, I mean, the costuming was phenomenal. The choreography was terrific. But they had one song that just went right through the whole show, and all you wanted well, to do was just... one of the greatest just... songs in, in Broadway history, but, you know, certainly people Jellico aren't going likely for the dialogue. <laughs> Je- Jellico Cats. I, I saw it in Cleveland at the State Theater, and they did a heck of a job. They really juiced it up and made it, made it a good show. They should have brought well, of them course, into New Memories. York. Memories. Yep. That's, uh, you know... That's a beautiful song. Yep, absolutely. And you know something? Uh a lot of people go just for that song. That song itself justified the entire show, no matter what the people talking about it. We, we've only got uh, just under four minutes left. I wanted to get into – tell me what the Times Square Chronicle is. Well, that's a, a very, very nice uh, newsletter and website that basically chronicles everything going on in Times Square. But it's also a very artsy sort of uh, – you know, uh, a newspaper uh, used to be a newspaper, but now it's all online in a newsletter. Uh, so it's uh, you expect to learn a lot about what's going on uh, in theater through that. Um, so yeah, and and I'm a writer for that. I have my own column called uh, Guess What It's Called. I can't imagine, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> the Mayor of Times Square column. So yeah, <laughs> it's a great. It's a great. Uh, so you can Google uh, Times Square Chronicles. Put in the search bar mayor of Times Square and read all my great interviews. Okay. Um, Where does that circulate? Is that strictly online now, you said? Yeah, right now you just go online, and the best thing to do is just uh, Google Times Square Chronicles, three words, and you'll get to see the website. Okay. Quickly, what is the one thing in New York that uh, visitors from out of town should not miss? Well, uh, you know, we, we already covered City Winery, so I'm going to go right. Uh, if you're if you're coming in during the holidays, Christmas Spectacular's got it. I mean, Rockettes, the whole extravaganza, Radio City. There's nothing more exciting in New York City. Uh, and what makes New York City special is something like the Christmas Spectacular, Radio City. Yeah, and going over to watch the skaters at Rockefeller Center, 
and uh, see the tree. That, that's nice also bonus. amazing as well. Exactly. Going into the Rockefeller Center, nothing like it. Yep. What's your favorite place? What my favorite place is? Well, you know, uh, again, I'm a sports guy, so, you know, you, you're going to get me at one of the uh, sporting events in New York City. You're going to catch me at City Winery. Or you might find me at a museum because I love dogs, and New York has the only museum of the dog. So if you're a dog lover, uh, make a beeline over to there. That's fun. And oh, of course, I... if you're if you're an opera fan, uh, there's only uh, one great opera I feel above everybody else, and that's the Metropolitan Opera at Lincoln Center. Oh yes, that is fantastic. Okay, we've only only got a minute and a half to go. Um, how would you suggest to people to save money on hotels or dining out that's coming into New York? Uh, well, you know, that's the beauty of Google. You can Google almost anything. And, uh, you know, but I, I don't look at New York City as the place necessary to save money on dining because, you know, fine restaurants and the better restaurants are not going to discount you. You know, to me, if you're here in New York City, spend the extra 25 or $50 and have a better meal. But if anybody has any questions uh, and wants some advice, uh, they can always email me uh, at the motivation show at gmail.com, themotivationshow at gmail.com. And I answer everybody, all the millions of people (laughs) that email me. We have just about run out of time. I want to thank Eli Marcus, the uh, mayor of Times Square, for all the great tips on what to do in New York. Eli, thanks for coming on Travel Talk Radio. You have a great day, and hope to see you soon. Thanks, Bob. You do a great job. Thanks for having me on the show. Be well, my friends. Stay well.